Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey. This is The View from Vitaly, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Making some moves earlier today and joining us via the 101 ESPN Celebrity Line to talk about it is our guy Joe Vitale, who you heard on the call yesterday uh, alongside Chris Kerber on the Blues Radio Network. What's up, Joe? Stoltz, what's going on, man? Not much, man. We, uh, we, we talked a little bit about the Zach Balduke, uh, you know, promotion here coming up from the AHL. What do, you, what do you think of the move and what do you think of the kid? Yeah, you know, I, I was kind of surprised by it. I know for a while there, it looked like maybe Bull Duke and Dean were going to stay in the minors there for a little bit. Uh, but it certainly looks like, you know, Doug Armstrong has seen enough and wants to test the kid out. You know, Stoltz, you see this quite a bit around the trade deadline, uh, and rightfully so, because you're looking at a situation where if you're going to make some moves, you kind of got to know what's coming. And you got to kind of see some of these players at the NHL level, which is, of course, a different level. And you want to see how he does. He's done pretty well down there. Not as much offense I think they were hoping for, but certainly a great opportunity for the young man. So, Joe, based off of that, and I kind of felt the same way earlier today. Uh, I thought it was a little premature, but you are right that you do have to see kind of what you have sometimes in the system. So where do you think where do you think he fits right now? And I'm not talking long term. I'm just saying while he's recalled from Springfield – you know, he, he hasn't put up the points that he did in junior, yet he is an offensive guy. So I'm just wondering where you think he might fit in this lineup. You know, honestly, Ribs, for how the Blues have been playing over the last six periods, I would say you got to throw him in a, a top six role. You know, I think that Drew Bannister is he's wanting more out of Kevin Hayes. He needs more out of Brandon Saad. You know, you, you need you need more out of certain players and they're just not getting right now. And I think that that's where you you got to insert them with Davia Braden Shannon and Jake Neighbors. You know how it is. You don't want to be a goal scorer down in the American League in your entire career and then get called up just to play, you know, seven, eight minutes on the fourth line. I don't think that does a lot of productivity for really anyone. I think for them to call him up, I think this is really about putting him in a, in a position to have success. And I think in order to do that uh, – like a, like, a, like a kid like him, you know, a little bit undersized, obviously he's going to be nervous. You want to put him in a position to be successful because uh, and, and you turn it into the summer, you look into next year, you know, you see this a lot with some younger players that they have high aspirations for. Get them five, six, seven games at the end of the year and then just send them away in the summer and just have that kind of belief system start to build and brew. You start working out, you start, you know, and, you know, committing yourself a little bit differently to the off season, And then, of course, you know, maybe next year he, he cracks the lineup. But I love the idea of giving players a little bit of a chance, but, but I'm with you. I, I think that you look at Bull Duke, you look at Dean, I think there is a level of just having to really, really grind to the minors to fully understand and appreciate when you do get that call up, uh, what that means and, and how to hold on to it as long as possible. Joey, we're about, I guess, two and a half weeks from the trade deadline. Do you have any clue or any inkling of as to what the Blues will be thinking or doing? You know, I, I don't I don't care. I mean, I, obviously I have my inclinations. I, I, I will say one thing. I think that it has certainly pivoted over the last four weeks. I think that's without a doubt. You know, three, four weeks ago, 
five weeks ago, you know, when you're turning, turning the calendar year, I think this team was thinking, you know, you're looking to continue to retool. Do you lose a big piece here and do you add a couple of young prospects, maybe a draft pick? Now, I think that that script has been changed a little bit over the last five to six weeks. I think the Blues proved that, that they can go on a decent run. And I think that the number one reason why it's changed from maybe being a seller to a potential adding a big piece and a buyer is because I think that, you know, Doug Armstrong knew this. We all knew this, but now we really see it. There's something about this team that, quite frankly, I don't think any other team has in the National Hockey League. I, I do think they have the best goaltending tandem in, in the league across the board. You know, I think that you look at an individual goalie like Hellebuck, Sterling, Aiden Hill, a great goaltender in their own right, but I'm talking about a tandem where two guys are pushing each other and two guys have been Of course, Joe Hofer and Jordan Binks have been. When you have that, that to me is a sign that you can steal a series. You can steal two series, if you will. So I think that that's what the New Jersey Devils are certainly searching for. You know, so many teams like New Jersey, they're missing that goaltending piece. The Blues have that. It's so coveted, so precious, and you have to figure out a way to do something with it. And that's why I think Doug Armstrong is going to be more aggressive about making a push to get into the playoffs this year than a lot of people probably think. Joe Vitale joining us right now on the fast lane on 101 at ESPN. Joe, what has happened over these last two games is certainly not the team that that you know showed up in a, what felt like a playoff atmosphere against Edmonton. Uh, Nashville, not not pretty. Yesterday, it didn't look like they played with a lot of energy. What's your take on the last two games specifically? You know, I think that you know, you're looking at a team that has leaned, like I just was talking about, a lot of goaltending. I think that you lean so heavily on your goaltending at times where you've gotten so many saves. And this is a team that, let's be honest, they've gotten a lot of very fortunate bounces over the last four to six weeks. Um, and I don't say that like they don't deserve the wins, they don't deserve the goals. You really break down all their power play goals uh, since they've been on this hot streak. Look at how many broken plays that these goals came off of. And I was talking to a couple of players about this, and they just kind of shrugged their shoulders and you just got to say, you know what, when, when you're getting that heat, you just got to keep riding that wave. But, I mean, shots from the outside – they were going off the defenders, you know, rebound chances. You know, the one in Buffalo is a perfect example. Shot from the outside, pops up in the air, and all of a sudden just lands around Jake Neighbors' stick. So many goals have come off broken plays, and I think the Blues have actually got a lot of bounces lately. So I think if you look at the last two games, I think when you are getting bounces, I think if you're continuing to count on that bounce, sometimes it's just going to dry up. We all know that eventually the well is going to dry. I think that's kind of what's starting to happen now. Maybe they're not getting that bounce. Maybe instead of that, that goal, it's hitting the post. Maybe instead of that going in, it's getting a block, you know, whatever it is. So offensively, you're not necessarily getting the bounces you were hoping for. And then, of course, uh, you're still getting the goaltending. So that's where I think that as happy as you are with the, the standings, as happy as you were about the Blues' little run they went on, I think that the coaches, the staff, I think everyone, if you took a really a deep dive into the numbers and how they were playing, there were so many times they were getting outplayed. I mean, I remember that Western Canadian swing, and they finished off in Seattle. Every game on that road trip where they went 3-0, they were outshot, outchanced, and outattempted. I mean, the goaltending was just that good. The power play was getting bounces. And you know what? They were rolling the dice, and they were, they were coming up on, on the upper end of some things. So I think that to answer your question there, Stalls, I know it's a long way to answer that question, but I think they were counting on fortunate bounces with good goaltending. I think they're still getting good goaltending. I just think, unfortunately for now, that those good bounces have certainly dried up here a little bit. Joe, a lot being made of the five-on-five offense for the Blues here recently. You know, What do you see, and, and what do you think the Blues can do differently to increase some of those opportunities? 
You know, I, I'm not sure what it looks like between the benches down there, Gene. You have a different, little bit different vantage point uh, than you. I think right now that there is just not enough of that second layer support. You know, I think the Blues are a little bit slow coming out of their own zone. I think they're not having a ton of speed to the neutral zone. And I think that right now when they're pushing pucks in, they got one four checker going. And, and before you know it, you heard a couple of the players comment about the old term in hockey, one and done, meaning you got one guy in there, it's one battle. The other team makes one pass and they're out of the zone. And it's just you're just done. And, of course, there's no sustained pressure. So to me, I think it's that second, that third layer of support. I think that, you know, with the Blues and how they want to play, it's pretty simple. Especially in the offensive zone, they want to keep a very high forward. I mean, extremely high, almost between the defenders, which is great. Now, that's a defensive style game. That is what Drew Bannister has come in. He's tried to implement that, which is fine and dandy. But on the flip side, you are going to have times where, where offense is just going to lack because you don't have that third guy sometimes jumping into the mix. Uh, where you're maybe taking a little bit more of a risky chance offensively. It's a very conservative offense. So with that being said, if you don't have a hard four checker, if you don't have a great second layer of support that are going to get stops and are going to get pucks back, it really can make it tough to sustain any offensive zone pressure. And I think the Blues right now, because that one-and-done style is happening to them in the offensive zone, they're just wasting a ton of energy going to the offensive zone, other team breaking out. Now you got to back check. So I think it's just a lot of up and down, up and down, where you know when you don't have that second good support to squash plays, it's really hard to sustain anything. Joe, you also had a couple of defensemen going on, on the IR, long-term IR and uh, IR with Perunovic and Falk. What are your thoughts on them and how long will they be out? You know, we don't know exactly everything just yet, Kerry. Uh, of course, Justin Falk's been dealing with a, a lower body injury um, since that Vegas game earlier there in the season, excuse me, the Colorado game right after Christmas. So I think that he tried coming back. Uh, wasn't something he felt necessarily comfortable with. You know, Scott Perunovich going on long-term IR, that's obviously another another big piece offensively. I think that I think that it's, it's, it's a spot where the Blues certainly don't want to be in, but I think that also you look at the way some players have played since getting called up, and I think it's definitely given some reassurance to Doug Armstrong. And I think that, you know, a player like Matthew Kessel certainly had, you know, got called up right after Christmas, first game this year playing against the Penguins, going up against Crosby. He's played top four-line four, four line minutes or four-pair uh, minutes there in the top two-pair. You know, you look at him with crew, you look at him with any defender, just plays that very meat-potato, simple style of hockey and doesn't get noticed all that much. And I think that that's really helped St. Louis to kind of lean off a little bit of pressure to a Justin Falk who's maybe still dealing with, you know, a little bit of an injury. I mean, keep in mind, uh, they are locked up long-term for Justin. So this isn't a situation where they want to rush him necessarily back. Uh, for Scott Prudovich, it's a little bit more unfortunate. You know, you look at the way his contract is structured, he really can only miss, I want to say it's three more games. And if he misses more than three more games, you know, he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. So the Blues obviously want to figure out a way to get him in more games so he'll be restricted. But, of course, now with this injury, it doesn't look like the Blues will be able to restrict restrict him at the end of the year. And he will be a UFA, which is crazy to think because he's missed so much hockey through all the multiple injuries, shoulder surgery, wrist surgery, and now, of course, back on the IR again. A young player with you know, so much potential and so much um, – the ceiling is just crazy for him, how, how he moves the puck and skates, and it does look like he's going to be out a little bit longer too. Joe, good stuff, man. Have a good, good rest of your week, and we'll check back next week with you. It sounds good, boys. You guys have a great week as well. All right, thank you. This is Joe Vitale here in the Fastlane on 101 ESPN.